<laughs> you were doing the British accent earlier too. And that's now. true. Well, I feel like that's this is this is actually be. I'm doing an American accent right now. It's, oh, it's it's uh, well yeah. very well done. Thank you, mm-hmm. thank you. I thought it was kind of like I was talking with a mouthful of cotton, but you whatever. did say cotton, right? Cotton, yes, I did. <laughs> Okay. Just trying to make sure that we're getting <laughs> off to the right start. And I had a beer with dinner, so watch out. Oh, you did? See, I, tur- I turned down a beer for dinner because I was like, wow, well, I'm talking to Marcus in a few minutes and I need to have my wits about me because he's, he's difficult to keep up with. Didn't think you needed to be like at least one sheet to the wind? <laughs> yeah, what does that mean to be one sheet? Like, Three sheets to the wind. Well, that's interesting. I happen to know the origin to that, that of thing. A do. sheet, of course, really it's from right sailing. This one. Yeah, he did. I was trying to set it up so that you would ask me that. No, but it's uh, it's from sailing as so many things are. And a sheet is actually not a not a sail; it's a rope, right? And so you got. What do you, you mean? Gotta... Wait, wait, wait! Let me just stop you right there. Okay. What do you mean, right? You said you said a sheep, a sheet, not a sheep. That's a <laughs> different a sheep. thing. <laughs> sheep in the sailing not... industry is a very different thing. <laughs> a sheet, a sheet is a rope. Yeah, it's a rope that is, secures a uh, a sail, right? And so if you've got three sheets to the wind, which means that three of the ropes are unbound from the sail and the sail's just flopping around, mm. then it's causing the boat to rock or rack back and forth in an erratic behavior. And that's, you know, it sort of mimics or somebody's being drunk walking around mimics that erratic rocking of the boat. Hmm. So they, Wow. Sheets of ropes. I feel like there's probably a YouTube video in my future. I'm sure CGB Gray has done one on this. this. <laughs> but, uh, I don't know. Um, I don't know who that is. Do you not? Wow, he's he's a, a staple of the internet. Uh, YouTube, interesting information videos. Well, maybe um, I maybe I'd recognize him. Him, right? Maybe I'd recognize yes. him. Yes. Yes. If I saw him. Um, yeah, he, he kind of came to the scene with a uh, a uh, video that explained the difference between Great Britain, the British Isles, the United Kingdom, etc. And it was really well done with little little uh, illustrations and animations and stuff. And it's uh, it's got a whole slew of them. And they're really good. And to check them out, CGP Gray. I have no idea what it stands for. CPG Gray. CGP Gray. CGP Gray. So this is. Yeah. I feel like this. I'm learning not only about music. I'm learning about color or something. It sounds like a setting on my television, or it sounds like the was it every good boy does fine or every yeah yeah that's the uh, that's the the line notes of the treble clef. Yeah. Every good boy does fine in F A C E or the space notes. Well, see, it's like it's just like that. There's one for the bass clef, and I don't remember what it is. I don't know why I remembered the treble and not the bass, but well, I learned them in piano, so I was supposed to know both, but. I'm and I'm now terrible at piano, <laughs> which, you know, this may be an insight as to why that is. <laughs> Bass clef, it's just a low treble, right? Oh, that's your problem right there. <laughs> I think I spotted the issue. I, d- I don't know. I don't know. I, you're, you I'm turn so the out of my depth. I feel, I feel like um, I'm just going to listen to you 
<laughs> because I feel like I'm so out of my depth on this in this conversation already. Like, well, you 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 do some singing, don't you? Um, have I seen I, you sing? Have I, have I not, not like in person, but I mean, I've been known to sing from time to time. People don't pay me to sing. People don't. Do they pay you not to sing. Well, no, it's not that bad. Um, but okay. I, but but I've never really been asked to sing. Uh, either no one's been do like, like that it's not like the any... guy at the party who brings the guitar and someone says hey you know, <laughs> can you play us something we no had one's that ever guy said, in college i've never like sat around a fire with a group of friends and had them say hey jason just sing us a little tune it's never happened up closer to fine <laughs> it's never ever happened um <laughs> But I don't know. Now I feel bad. Like now I feel, I don't know. I feel like I have nothing to offer you. Um, well, we need to, what we need to do is we need to get, get the, get the boys together and, and go out for like a karaoke night or something. I think that would be fun. So, yeah, no. Okay. So, 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 so let's, uh, so speaking of which, um, well, karaoke is fun as long as you're in the right environment. Like if you're in one of those environments where, um, and I was introduced to this in California where you go and there's these small rooms. Yeah. They're not yeah. like big venues, which are scary, but they're like these small little rooms where you go in and you have like a group of 10 or 15 friends and, you know, they can, sometimes they serve food and yeah. alcohol yeah. and so forth. And then you, you have a little machine, they should teach you how to use it. And then you just sing for like a couple hours. Right. Yeah, and it's just like your friends, and uh, yeah, that's the way all the karaoke bars are in like in Japan. Oh. Um, they do the thing where you go up and you and you rent like this room, and you, all your buddies get in there, and it's not. It's like you said, it's not like in front of the entire bar with a bunch of strangers, or like on a cruise ship with even more strangers. <laughs> um, it's just you and you and you and your microphone and a bunch of people that uh, you know will will try their darndest not to hurt your feelings. And, um, and that's, that's a much more positive environment for something like that. That's definitely, uh, but I tell you the, uh, the, they've, if you can think of it, these karaoke machines, they have it, man. I've, I've found some of the most obscure stuff on there. I actually kind of rocked out to Mr. Roboto, um, in Japan. So, uh, I thought that was rather apropos. I, I, I am the modern man. I thought... <laughs> I wonder Domo Domomori got to Mr. Roboto. I yeah. wonder if it, it kind of feels wrong though. It feels like you're wrong? mocking them. Doesn't it feel like you're mocking oh, them? No, no. They they they're they're if you if you make an effort to even say Domomori got to, they mm. they they're very appreciative of that. Okay. Well, um <laughs> I think I think that we do need to do the karaoke thing. I often wonder so, you know, I've been on a cruise or two or three or four in my life, and, and I've gone. Yeah, to that company that has the thing over there, they do, they do a cruise. I understand. Oh, who is that? The Disney people. Was that right? Oh, yeah. Disney? Yeah. I've never done a Disney cruise. Have you not? Mm -mm. I've done one. I've done a two-day Disney cruise. That's all I've done. Like two days... They only sailed for two days or they ask they asked you to leave after two days yeah, well is there a difference really um <laughs> no they they did a uh sailed out of san diego down to i can't think of the name of it um it's just a pretty close town in mexico and then it sailed right back um so i guess technically three days two nights um but it was one of those things where i hadn't sailed the disney 
cruise line and I wanted to check it out. Mm -hmm. And I like to do sort of the little test run thing. Kind of like I was talking about the shirt the other day. Um, just get the one shirt and if they do good, then you get the, get the more shirts, right? Well, like this, I was going to do, I hate two, two day cruise. No problem. I can do that. Easy. Uh, did it. I loved it. I thought it was fantastic. Um, came back and now I'm ready to do bigger cruises, but did they have karaoke? COVID happened. They did. They did have karaoke. Did you do it? Um, I can't remember if I did it or not. How do you not remember if you did karaoke? Well, they also have alcohol on the cruise. <laughs> um, were, were you three sheets or just two sheets? <laughs> that was nine sheets, I think. Um, <laughs> there was, there, there was, was a sailors, large ship. There, there, were, there were sailors actively sails. throwing ropes into the water. You mean like, sheets? No, we don't even need this. <laughs> sheets. <laughs> three sheets and two sheets to the way. But, um, uh, I feel like there's a joke in there. Three I sheets with sheets walk into a bar. Sing say, karaoke. Oh, yeah. um, <laughs> what do they sing? That's the, it's a riddle. Ba ba black sheep. Or something. So uh, <laughs> if you, if I don't understand though, you're on a cruise ship, and I'm not speaking about you like specifically, but I think you would be included in this as as I would be. You're on this cruise ship, and you know they're doing karaoke, and it's a big room, and like, why don't we do it? Like, what is it about that moment that makes me feel, and I'm not going to project this onto you yet, but I'm like, for me, <laughs> what makes me think like, you know, no, 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 it's not a good idea. You should not get up there uh, and insert like blank, insert, insert excuse here. Right. I mean, like, so like, what are you afraid of basically? Yeah, like what? Like, yeah. Well, see, I, I'm I, I'm not af afraid. I, I am a, I am a performer, I guess, by nature. I'm a um, actor and all that. But the uh, but yeah, like I remember being like even in early college before I kind of shook my whole stage fright thing. Like taking public speaking class was like petrifying, right? I mean, yeah, it's my time to get up there, and it's like, what is it exactly you think is going to happen? I mean, you're the 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 crowd or the audience or the class you know they're not going to rise up and kill you or stab you or throw I mean, things at you most you of know? the time right yeah provided you don't make exactly the wrong speech <laughs> you totally pick pick the wrong uh, the wrong guy to learn from for persuasive speeches um then yeah i mean what's the worst that could happen people are bored and then how is that scary but for some reason that trips like this bizarre fight or flight response in us that we're like, Oh my God, I'm, I'm petrified. I remember in high school, man, I was a basket case if I had to get up in class. I don't feel that way though. Like I don't, I don't mind public speaking. Oh, so it's not a, it's not a stage fright type fear thing. It's but apparently, else. but of course it is like it's, it's a, but it's a very specific type of stage fright. And I even, and I did sing, like I did the whole choir thing when I was in, you know, school and um, I'd had solos and stuff. Like I've done stuff like that, but there's something about the karaoke room. Oh, like that, that specifically seems. Yeah, and hmm. now now I'm talking, but this is feeling very therapeutic. Um, now I feel like uh, I feel like I probably have to do it. Well, yeah, I would think that that's obvious, and uh, <laughs> I, I would I would wonder <laughs> Thanks, I would doctor. wonder. 
<laughs> well, clearly we we and uh, if you if you don't mind, I'll prescribe you some alcohol Listen, as well. Listen, imbecile, like I, um, you really to, don't know what your problem is. You know, well, of course, you need to do that. Why are you even talking wrong with to you? me? That's a, you know, but uh, but yeah, it's it's so it's, it's specifically to karaoke that this. That well, this I mean, exists. that's the one I've discovered so far. I'm sure there's right. something else like public. I'm, I'm sure like I wouldn't strip. Um. There's that. Probably true. And yeah, most like, people don't appreciate like stripping on spec like you <laughs> like you're like you're giving them sort of a demo and they're like, Do you want to give me money for this later? <laughs> and they this is just to give you a little idea of what you what you could be patronizing here if you wanted to. They, well, they, I, don't, like, they I, don't like that. I well, yeah, I can imagine. I, I just don't <laughs> understand the why. Like, because yes, some people will be judgy. I think maybe that's the thing. Maybe I just have really judgy friends. <laughs> and maybe the problem is I've been spending. I've spent too much time in karaoke joints surrounded by people who are critical of the people up there. Oh right! Kind you know of turns I mean? around and bites you, huh? So now, like, yeah, like I know, it's fun I, I to make fun of them say. while they're up there. As soon as I walk away from, there. as soon as I walk away from the table, like I know what's going to happen. Right, like that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, Maybe that's, that's uh, is. that is something to think about. But uh, no, nah, I, like, I think that surely your friends are. Would I be more likely? Here's here's, would I be more likely to sing karaoke? Where I was, where I didn't know anybody. Hmm. Then so no friends at all. Correct. Hmm. I don't know. What? What do you? I think I would, Counselor Troy. But well, I think what do you think? think? So here's the thing. I think if I, if I, if I, this is really now we're getting deep into my neurosis (laughs) here because like I think that, um, probably the closest thing to this that I also have going on is like not liking to dance. Oh God! Which isn't I true. Like I actually right do like to dance. You. I do. Like I do not. <laughs> I mean, it's awkward. I look like a I will fool. dance ironically. That's about as. <laughs> Is there any other way? Um, <laughs> not for me. That's for sure. But some people are very earnest. <laughs> earnest and good are not the same thing. This is true, and that's right. why I don't dance. <laughs> well, listen to us. This is what we're saying. So, uh, but I have, but I know for a fact that if I'm in a group of people um, who don't like previously know me maybe i just met them very recently or mm-hmm. even just that day or that weekend or something and then we would like we're going somewhere there's something like that happening um, this isn't recent this is like way back right um right. then i was actually more likely to dance oh no okay. there is a recent example in when i went to india ah. i was there for a wedding Mm-hmm. when I crashed the wedding and they had of course like several nights of activities and one of the nights involved like probably a couple of nights one of the nights that involved dancing I danced there you go and that's in a I completely different culture I, but I think that's the thing I'm like literally on the other side of the world yeah surrounded by people who don't like who don't know me right. I'm like the only white guy so you've got a, like a built-in excuse there to not. Like if, I, if, I, if I'm embarrassing, they'll be like, well, it's just a white guy. Maybe that's what it is. I don't know. So, so okay, so let's so like then take that and, and apply that to the karaoke thing. Like I think clearly in a setting like that, I would do, I would, uh, do karaoke. So you would kill in India at karaoke. I would do it. I wouldn't. I would, 
they may actually want to kill me when it's all finished but i am so i think that that's the thing i think for me it's like there's there's an as long as there's an a sort of anonymity but not anonymity almost novelty like um nobody knows you so it won't follow you i don't know yeah like i'm not going to begin to try to explain the why that is so probably um, probably a good idea so really what i need is the speed dating equivalent of karaoke i need like so like so we should go maybe this is what i'll do i'm going to create a karaoke place where you go but you're assigned to a room with people you don't know but they don't know each other either right so everybody's a stranger to everybody everyone's a stranger to everyone I think people would be a lot more positive about things if they didn't have like their buddy to to go. Hey, this guy sucks, right? Right? Why? Like it's crazy. Because you also know you're about to be up there too, and so you don't want to be on the receiving end of that. That's not a bad idea. That's sort of a a weird egalitarian sort of karaoke, like enforced equality. Oh, <laughs> we've, we've created great. We've created. I thought we were talking about politics. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? Some kind of Bernie Sanders karaoke? What the hell? I just um <laughs> Yeah, I think that's what it is. I think that think it's like an anonymity thing, maybe. Um, yeah, I get that. I don't know. That makes sense. Does it? <laughs> well, I mean you tell me, it was your theory, but I I, it seems to. I don't know. I feel like <clears> I have to try you, to that there's a certain amount of devil may care what have I got to lose if you are alone by yourself and nobody knows you, right? Because like I said, it doesn't follow you home. Like nobody nobody knows what you did and can bug you about it later. What exactly really? happens to you in these karaoke rooms? <laughs> well, I don't know. Like, I wake up and... The, they're not champagne <laughs> the, rooms, Marcus. The, the microphone is covered in butter and uh, I just, I don't know what happened. And I just know that I have a very, very strong headache behind my left like, eye and I don't know where why. Where did all this glitter come from? <laughs> <laughs> a lot of glitter and everything smells very strongly of pine for some reason and i i really wish i knew and am glad that i don't know what happened uh, um yeah i think we have to I have to try this out and i think um i don't know i, I like i'm thinking now i'm thinking in my head are there maybe there are other friend groups i would go out with though and do karaoke and i think there are like i think among my disney friends i don't think i'd have any problem yeah, well, a fun-loving bunch. Yeah, well, I can't. So don't I seem very judgmental. But... Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's just maybe Lisa. Like, well, well, she would certainly be. Yeah, I love you, Lisa, <laughs> but she'd certainly be judgmental. But that's okay, um, because that's part of the shtick. Right. That's um, yeah. It's on character. It's on brand. Yeah. I don't know. That's interesting. Well, I think we should test this out. Is there a uh, is there a Disney property um, night? club that uh, does regular karaoke no i don't even know that there is no plus you're not allowed to go anywhere anyway and you can't take well there's mask that off. and so <laughs> you really a very muffled songs there's really no karaoke in our future that's true except for virtual karaoke unless we do like rock band or something right which might be um, fun okay <laughs> yeah i'll um, get together at your place and play some rock band <laughs> This is my dogs attack us. That'd be great. <laughs> they, would, they would love that. Maybe we can do that. Uh, that uh, who let the dogs out? 
song. Could we could be like who's going to let the dogs out because <laughs> will someone let the dogs out? They're attacking my guitar. <laughs> this isn't working <laughs> very well. <laughs> and then that segues into while my guitar gently weeps, and then we've got uh, Atomic Dog by uh, George Clinton and Yeah, no no, that's probably not on my karaoke list. Although well, we're not doing the karaoke now, we're doing. Probably. Oh yeah, yeah, we're doing rock band. That's rock right. band. I don't know if there's any George Clinton songs on rock band. There should be. I mean, there's not a lot of guitar in them either. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you got a keyboard and you got some drums, and you got a really, really f- sick fat bass. <laughs> and that's all you got. So, um, are there any things like that for you? Like you, you, you. If there's I'm, a well, you know, where where it's, you know, you're not, it's not like a universal issue. Like, um, like for me, I think like, okay, we talked about karaoke, public speaking is not an issue. Yeah. Public, you know, performance of some sort is not an issue necessarily. Not anymore. But it's like, certainly but, but, at one point it was, but there's certain things that still are, but they're within like the realm, you know, like maybe a Venn diagram of some sort. Hmm. Are there other things like, are there things like that for you that you don't? I'd shy away from. Well, yeah, certainly like, dancing. That's one of them. It's <laughs> um, like, you know, and it's such a cliche thing to say is, this, I, and, and it's, and I know that it's also sort of missing the point to say this, but I don't know what the hell to do up there. <laughs> you know, it's like, what am I supposed to, you know, and you're supposed to let the music move you as the song lyrics say. Um, but whenever I do that, it's always the same kind of. Did you just quote Gloria Stefan? I'm, I may have. Okay. I may have. I'm not afraid to do that. <laughs> I, I, I will do it when I need to. The rhythm but, is going to uh, get you kind of thing? Yeah, exactly. And, it, and, it, and it, most of the time it fails to get me. <laughs> like I will, I'll like groove or whatever, but what I am doing is nobody's dancing. Mm-hmm. So here's my problem. So, you do, so- the little, do the little sort of fighting stance sort of thing. Yeah, it was like, you know, that was about it. Yeah, like I'm blessed with a wife who um, would love for me to dance all the time. Like she, she just loves to dance, and so, so. But I don't, I don't believe her. Like when she's <laughs> like, if I say, you know, I, you know, do I look like an idiot? She would say no, and I don't think she's. I don't think she's not telling me the truth. It's more like she actually, <laughs> she actually has no taste. No, like she has. <laughs> she, um, her like judgment. It, is... She's actually not judgy, right? She's not judging it. That's right. the thing, right? So, but that's the same reason why I can't say to her, hey, does my hair look okay? You know, like, which, you know, I'm a dude. I shouldn't be saying that anyway, but I have been known to say that from time hey, to time. Dudes care about their hair. You ought to see yeah. what I go through every morning. Um, and this is what the result is. So it's not like it's, it's like, useful well, it's effort. Like, you know, it my hair. Well, it's like, you know, you do I have park hair? You know, it's like the wind's been blowing at 16 oh, different yeah. directions. Anyway. And it's um, half, half and of she'll it she'll say, sweat. no, it looks fine. Yeah, it's great. No, it's fine. And then I look and I find a mirror. I'm like, but they, where were you? Not look at you. Yeah, I've got at a marlin else. fin shooting up here. I look like a flock of seagulls. Like, what's happening here? <laughs> I ran oh, I so that's, far away. That's, that's what you were going for. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you were listening <laughs> to 80s music. I heard you. <laughs> right. I figured you were going for the hair. Um, but I think that I, uh, like, I know I don't dance well. Like, compared, because mm-hmm. I see other people, I feel like I know, like, I'm a good judge of, like, I'm so envious of that, too. Of good dancing. Like, I see yeah. it happening. And I'm like, damn. How are you right? doing that? Um, and I know <laughs> I can't do that. Not that I could never do it, but, like, as it is today, like, I couldn't pick up right, a guitar yeah. and start playing either. But, like, I, 
I, I do believe that I could learn to play. Yeah, the knowledge is not unattainable. Not it's, terribly. Yeah. Um, but uh, I don't, I feel like I'm not going to, I'm not going to get out there and do that thing most of the time. Um, uh, but I do think there's some part of us who like, like there's some people who say, who aren't super judgy. Like, so, so like I was saying, Michelle's at one end of the spectrum where she's you know, like, it's like, Oh, you know, everything's great. It's great. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then there's that other side. Like I've, I've seen these spouses, like the, <laughs> these wives who like ridicule their husbands. Like, yeah, and like, Oh my God. Like, and I'm not going to name names, but like, it's mean. Yeah. And, um, yeah, that's a shame. And uh, I know, but at the same time, it's like, it's probably true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of things that are <laughs> you know, true, but so you still don't she, say maybe them. Just, maybe she's just being protective, <laughs> right? Um, like, uh, so like uh, I don't know. We're, we're, I, so I don't know. Um, I think in situations where like you're you're with new people or it's anonymous or whatever like that of course people are you got this mix of people who are like not even paying attention or right. just completely accepting or people who are like super judging like definitely you're mm -hmm. judging right but because you don't know them they're not like coming up to you and be like dude like stop <laughs> you're just, like terrible right <laughs> please you're hurting me <laughs> <laughs> like um whereas if you're with friends Especially like guys who are like, we're, we're trying to, you know, like there's always that, like we're trying to reinforce the behavior, like the group dynamic, the group behavior. So if mm -hmm. like, if the, like, if we're in a group of like four or five guys and like one of them or two of them want to go like dance out on the floor, like the other, we're going to ridicule the dude probably because sure we don't want to be, look, we don't want to be the guys around. Anyway, I, yeah. I'm totally speculating, but, um. And I but don't I think know when, why we're still talking about this. I think when guys rag on each other like that, though, I think there's a lot more. I don't know. It somehow doesn't sting as much as as when like no, maybe your spouse or your you know your mm. female friends or whatever do that because that sort of bro, you know, dogging on each other. You know, it was like I I told um, Michelle I think to say that you know make sure you tell Jason he's a dork, and. You know, and see that that your reaction just then—that's you're like, yeah, okay, yeah, I'm oh, dark. That's true, because I mean, we're we're we 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 do that. I mean, and and I hate to get all gender normative here, but it's it's you know it's kind of a guy thing, right? But uh, yeah, when you get up there and and then you see the the look that either a female that you are friends with or romantically involved with or even don't even know, you can see the look in their eyes that like they want they kind of want to stab you in the throat because you're doing whatever it is you're doing. And that's, that's all, that's, that's worse. That's, that's painful. Wow. Well, this and that's is what a, I'm scared of is that, that look. Is the, I'm going to stab you in the throat look. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's a very specific look. It doesn't, it doesn't seem like a, um, an unfounded fear. Like no, I, I don't find it to be. If someone an, an does actually have the, that look in their, yeah, thank you. Uh, if somebody <laughs> has that look in their eyes, I think that um, it's appropriate to fear, feel scared, yeah, especially if there's sharp objects around. And if you're and if you're on a cruise ship and there's nowhere to run, I'm gonna throw you, you over. Know. The side. That's right. 
<laughs> come after you at the uh, the the chocolate melting cake spoon. Your karaoke was so bad. <laughs> you mean keel hauled? And then when you started dancing during the karaoke, I just put me over the put me over the edge. I couldn't take it. That was it. I, I dancing and singing line. at the same time. Oh my, that would be. That's that's adding a difficulty level right there. Well, well now, so now we've totally. Um, this is great because we have um, now set the expectation for <laughs> our inability <laughs> for, of all sorts. Our impeding, uh, impending rather, uh, performances at karaoke. Everybody's going to be like, eh, well, they said they were going to suck. True to their word. Um, I was told, so I tried to learn to dance salsa at one point. Um, salsa? Yeah, salsa. Yeah. Oh, cool. Um, I wasn't the worst. I wasn't the worst. Um, but I was near what the you should bottom. go for. I was near the bottom. <laughs> definitely near the bottom. But I think I was doing it wrong too because I've I've since been told that um, you're doing the chunky salsa. Maybe. <laughs> well, it's always with me. It's always the chunky salsa. But like <laughs> we were trying to do. Uh, I was like, I think I was just trying to make my hips move a certain way. You know. I mean, mm. come on, right? Yeah. Um, if you've seen salsa dancing, then you know what I'm talking about. Right, and I've, been, and I, I've, seen, and I've seen you. So. Well, right, so put two and two together. So you, so if you are uh, apparently, if you're properly salsa dancing, it's not about the hips. You're like you don't, you don't even pay attention to your hips. It's all about the knees. Oh, the knees, interesting. Yeah, yeah, moving your legs, moving your knees, <laughs> which makes sense because things are attached. You know, well, it's granted, like little, it's like little levers going. Right? So if you move the one, the other will move. Yeah, it's like shoot, just on its own in a good way. Yeah. Um, so if you're focused on the wrong side of it, then maybe that's that's causing problems. Right. And this is, of course, is all theoretical knowledge at this point. <laughs> I haven't actually tested any no of these hypotheses, knowledge. but I uh, I do have quite I do have quite the the dissertation planned for um, <laughs> as a fallback career if I ever you had it peer reviewed yet. Well, yeah, I feel like like I could do a good a good uh, paper on like the biomechanics of. Salsa, salsa dancing, dancing. Mm-hmm. that would be pretty cool right because we could use yeah. the apps we could use apps to like to uh to uh you know have biomarkers that applied or you know the sort of physical like markers mm-hmm. and then and then you could digitally analyze like the movements of people and then yeah and you then, do like the little the little like champion balls level salsa dancers mo-cap. and and then uh of course that would be used to test the hypothesis that it's really all about like the movement of the knees Mm-hmm. Right, and the people who move the knees a certain way would be more likely to win. I, this, this whole thing's just like I'm. I'm gonna. I may have to do this. I, you better. You better copyright that. There are people like, gonna run with that. Yeah, that's what you have to do to protect. Like people I know, fr- I have friends. Um, again, will not name names, but people who have been working on dissertations or had worked on dissertations for like a decade or more. Oh wow! Like the one thing you never have to worry about is someone stealing your dissertation idea and running with it. <laughs> faster than you like, it's not so much of a run as kind of a saunter yeah well i say that about like uh <laughs> business ideas too people are always afraid to talk about their business ideas like oh well yeah well, i have to get a non-disclosure agreement signed before <laughs> i tell you about this and it I turns was, out your friends have as little ambition as you do well like i was like no one does anything like seriously like like there's such a small percentage of people in the world who are actually going to take an idea, someone else's idea or their idea or whatever, and actually do something with it. True. Yeah. Right. And the thing is, is that you probably would all told, you'd probably enjoy 
if somebody took your idea and did something with it, and then you could like maybe try to get in on it later, but you're the letting them that? take the risk. You can be like, well, let's see if he crashes and burns. Oh, no, hey, it worked. Uh, hey, dude, that was my idea. You know, <laughs> if he's <laughs> flaming out real hard, you're like, yeah, I wouldn't have done that. <laughs> I feel like we just described a plot line of several movies <laughs> or sitcoms, at least. I don't all, know. All down to salsa dancing. Yeah, I mean, I mean, people are lazy. The reason that. the reason look, the reason not everyone is are like champion level salsa dancers or approaching it is because like we're just not taking the time. That's true. That's the reason I'm not. I mean, like, right? I mean, like, that's. Um, I don't know why. That, <laughs> so in my head, I just before I switch topics. I need to explain the bridge that just like was built in my in my pea brain here. So um, I imagined for some reason when I talked about like people are lazy and people aren't going to do anything. Like I was imagining like all the projects at home that I have to do that I haven't done. Yeah. Right. Um, sort of. And then that and then that. <laughs> so then that literally made me think of some projects, especially outside out uh, in the backyard on Lanai that I need to get done that I want to get done. Mm-hmm. Um, which then, which then made me think about these uh, chase lounges that we just got rid of. Um, yeah. That were that we, we actually purchased with the house. They sort of came with the lanai. Mm. Um, like we didn't have to, but these folks were moving to Colorado, and so they, apparently there's not a like. Um, not a big outdoor a big, chase lounge market out there. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, there's, there's no pools. I lived in Colorado for a couple of years. There's no pools. I mean, there's like, there's like, uh, school pools or, mm-hmm. you know, private club pools or something. People don't have pools, but a house isn't going to have one. No, cause they don't no, want to freezing over and not a thing. Um, anyway, so we got these chase lunches and, um, and they were really nice and I got them for a relative steal. Um, and so, uh, they're typically expensive, you know, like those kinds of things. They're like stupid they? expensive. It's like when you buy a dining room set and you realize like it's like it's like three thousand dollars and twenty five hundred dollars of it is in the chairs. Like the yeah, chairs are ridiculous. It's like they're throwing the table in. It's like there's like right. like tables are like the car mats of furniture stores. They're like, hey, you want and it's some? hard to find them that aren't. I mean, it's, you're, you're paying out the waz for like six all told relatively uncomfortable chairs right it's it's crazy it's it's just nuts it's a it's a scam because they know you like you're buying scam. a table well you're gonna want to sit down i mean probably <laughs> right hey. but it was just the table <laughs> right um you'll be we'll back throw later. You in one trust, chair trust me you'll be back first one's free <laughs> <laughs> we'll give you six chairs each of them has three legs <laughs> <laughs> oh, you want the fourth leg addition? <laughs> no, no, no. Ah. I like the active balancing chair. Thank you very much. Um, the core. <laughs> you get two legs. It's the core development. Two legs and a book on Zen meditation. <laughs> so, um, so I'm getting rid of these chase lounges because they're a mess now. Like after a year and a half, um, the little, the little, the little, like the weave on the plasticky fabric. I don't know whatever that material is. Um, is coming undone. It's like split mm-hmm. in a lot of spots and that's exposed metal like underneath. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then the feet, this is the thing that drove me crazy. The feet, uh, which were also like metal and plastic, they were completely rusting out. Hmm. 
like I've got we got rust stains on my lanai that I got to figure out. Like, oh god, that's terrible. Yeah, I know, right? Okay, so I'm like, I've got to get rid of these. They got to go. So carried them to uh, the front because because today was I'm sorry, yesterday was bulk pickup day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yesterday was bulk. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Today was bulk pickup day. I don't even know what day of the week it is anymore, Marcus. Like, <laughs> there this aren't is, days in the week anymore. Like, I have. I'm like <laughs> there's daytime and there's nighttime and that's I mean, the we used only to joke Terminators about that, that like, exist. We actually used to joke and be like, I don't even know what day of the week it is. Like I actually, I literally just for a second like <laughs> didn't realize what day of the week it is. So so today was bulk trash uh, pickup day. So yesterday we were carrying these chairs out. We stacked them all up, and um, you know, nice and neat, but in the proper spot out by the mailbox. We uh, ran to my mom's to have dinner. Came back. They're gone. Gone. And it's like, not bulk pickup day. No. So right. somebody, so somebody said, hey, those look great. Those look great, right? They, that's what they said. And I'm thinking to myself, now the first thing I think to myself is, did I make a mistake? Did I, get, like, should I not have gotten rid of them? Were they, oh, they, like, what do they know they, that I don't know? Right. I mean, like, are they, like, because I can think of people put, people put, um, furniture out all the time especially something that's made of wood and people see that and like oh i can refinish that right and so i can imagine right. somebody they see they right. see a cabinet or they see <laughs> a chest of drawers or something and they say oh mm-hmm. and they grab it and they put it in their truck and because they're going to sand it and paint it and make it look whatever right i know that that happens and more power yeah. to those people but these chairs were falling apart like right like and objectively and, poor chairs yeah like, I don't understand what I missed. Like what, like what element of value? And somebody was like, those are very rare Eames chase lounges and we're going to restore them. Do you know what I mean? Millions. Like now, now I'm like, now I want to like, I don't want them back, but I'm, but I am, I'm, I am. <laughs> now that somebody took them. I'm, I don't want these like rust juice uh, creation machines like to uh, be on my property anymore. But I'm curious. Like I was, I wish they would have left me a note or something that said, "Yeah, explain yourself." Well, I just want to know. Like, <laughs> yeah, I might I'll call these? them in like in six months. So, like, how are the chairs doing? Like, <laughs> they're they, like, well, yesterday was really warm because we burned them. <laughs> um, yeah. So that happened, and I. Uh, so whoever got those chairs, I hope they do something for you because. Yeah, they clearly were not doing anything for you. No, and, and and I kind of feel bad. Like I'm, I'm like half expecting that they'll show back up. <laughs> they'll come back and be like, "Never <laughs> mind." <laughs> I know that. Like, right? We were wrong. Damn, I didn't. Like, I just thought of that, and it's like that's a research. <laughs> they, like a legitimately bring scary, them back. It's a legitimately scary thought. That like, would be hilarious. And the worst part is, like, it'll come up. It'll like show up on a non-bog pickup day. Like, so. <laughs> right. Oh, I have to decide. Like, am I just going to leave them out here for days and be that neighbor who like prematurely puts stuff out for bulk pickup when sure, you know, it's like right. four or five days away? Like, dude, like, what are you doing? We all know. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it's like meerkats living in there now. I can't put them in here because they're going to get rust juice all over everything. I can't, I can't do that. Oh, man. I really feel. <laughs> they show back up and there's a note on them that says, dude, these suck. <laughs> <laughs> well, think 
about it. like if you if you get like I'm just like seriously think about the logistics of this. Okay, so you're you're somebody who who's picked these up because you have this expectation that's gonna not gonna be met. There's no way, um, unless they're working on some weird art project or something. Uh, that might be actually. This is in California. Well, like, true, yeah, if I but put it's... stuff out on the street in Berkeley, I could totally like see that happening. If yeah. we, could, we would yeah. like. They're gonna get weeks feed. later. We'd we'd be walking past some gallery and we'd see it as like this giant mobile, like you know, like like beautiful, like hanging from True. like yeah. this giant sculpture thing, right? Representing some kind of like called persistence. Yeah, I don't <laughs> <Or> something. know. Something. <laughs> Squirting rust juice all over the wall. It's great. It's actually like now it's like a now it's like a. <laughs> and it's called simply twenty twenty. <laughs> Yes, exactly. No, that's exactly right. So, <laughs> I um, I uh, if if I was the dude who picked this up, assume it's a dude because women have better taste than that, right? Um, <laughs> One would think, yeah. I pick it up and and then and then they get home and they put it out in their around their pool or campfire. I don't know, whatever. And then um, they like realize the other guy these suck. Um, what were we thinking? Now, what do I? What if they don't live in? A, what if they live in a neighborhood that doesn't do like bulk bulk pickup? Yeah. Right now, now what do you do? You're gonna have to go to the dump. You have to pay money or something. You're gonna call. What are you gonna call one eight hundred got junk and like spend two hundred dollars? Yeah, I mean, if you're no. picking up chaise lounges off of people's yards, probably not. Gonna the do got that, junk right? budget's probably very low. Yeah, and they, here's the other thing that I, I was thinking of about this is an, an interesting um, thing that must be true is that, and, and it also speaks to the fact that it's probably a dude, right? Because that has to be an impulse kind of thing, right? That you didn't know that those were going to be there. So you look at it and you go, Oh, we got to have those. Oh, if but, we did, I need to have another conversation with Michelle. But, <laughs> but <laughs> you also have to have a way to get them like right now. Right. So you have to be in a truck or in a something that is capable of taking those things or have quick access to a truck because well see that's the thing is in what world do you look at the trash in somebody's house and go ooh we could use those and you actually go back pick up something that will hold these things and drive all the way back and pick them up that's that's a time commitment right there that's that's some People That's some dedication it. to get this, get these well, uh, chaise lounges. Well, my theory is that there's probably people who who drive around the neighborhoods. They they know when the bulk pickup is in various neighborhoods, oh, and then they drive so around. So it's kind of a thing. Kind of like a, kind of like a, um, you know, it's like a, a serendipitous yard sale ish thing. Oh right, yeah. Where they're just sort of walk. They're just like driving around looking for things, right? And then that's and, interesting. And then I this happened. That. But I got it. There was this. There was this guy who drove by in this white. Um, it was on a truck though. It was like a white Corolla or something. Mm-hmm. When we were putting it out, and I and I and I made eye contact with, and like, and it, like, it was like this knowing glance, like. And he, and I I know he like had his eyes on the chairs. No, I think we have our guy. Well, I don't know. Like, but he had a Corolla. Like, it wasn't. What are you gonna do? Yeah. So he's he's either got a lot of twine and no dignity. <laughs> <laughs> who carries twine around like my grandfather i'm sure like he would have twine like hey do you have any twine? I, I would imagine a guy that picks up decrepit 
chaise lounges from people's yards would have quite a bit of twine. Well, I don't have any twine, but I do have a lot of sheets. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> boy, let me tell you, those chaise lounges are three sheets to the wind, boy. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so that happened, and it's interesting, and I don't know... I don't know where they are now. And I don't know what is, what is it? Like, why, why there's this part of me, like a part of me is like, most of me is like, good, great. I'm yeah. glad they're gone. Oh yeah. Right. Cause I was putting Ostensibly, them. It's what you want it. Yeah. And frankly, it was better for them not to sit there overnight. Cause in my, also in my like lizard brain, I was thinking, um, Oh, what if I stacked these improperly and a small child or something or an animal like walks by <laughs> And they collapse, they fall like on this this little person or animal or something. I I actually thought about that, and I, <laughs> so I like gave it a little shimmy. Like, like is this secure? Okay, good. Because it was, you know, by the time you stack four of these, they've got some height to it. Um, and so the I was rust glad they're gone. Tetanus. Like, I'm not, like I, I can sleep tonight. Like nothing is going to. It's not going to fall over on anybody. That's great. It's also not going to fall into the street, which, you know, then you're that guy who like piles stuff in the street. Oh God. Yeah. Um, Nobody likes that guy. Right. So, um, so that was all good, but there's still this little part of me that's like, really dude, like that wasn't your stuff. <laughs> they stole my trash. But there is something weirdly off putting about that. No, I totally get it. <laughs> it feels it's unsettling, right? Like, like uh, I was fine with no. it going to the dump when nobody could have it. But for somehow it being in somebody else's house now, and it used to be in my house, that's weird. <laughs> I totally get that. I, I'd love to say that that's ridiculous, but it's totally not. It feels ridiculous, but it's so like if I can't oh, have it, it should no one be, can, but so. somehow it isn't. I don't know. I know. Well, the economist in me is a little pissed off, though, right? Like, like so the economist in me is saying, well, clearly, if there was something of value, you should have paid me something. Oh, right. Yeah. Like at least a fee for bringing it out to the street. Right. I, yeah. I made it easier for you. Yes. I exactly. didn't know there was a market for this, but now that I do, <laughs> I, should I don't want to retroactively some. apply some fees here. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm a little so, distressed that there's an economist in you. Uh, that That's bothersome oh, really? to me. <laughs> economist in all of us. Is there? Oh, yeah. It's, every, every, oh, yeah. Constantly. I mean, most I of it's so. irrational. And well, that makes motivated sense. by emotion, not by actual. emotional economy. E emotion to me. Yeah, well, there, yeah. there, well, there are behavioral really economists. There's evil like economists. Whole, there's, a, there's a whole, like, yeah, there's this whole like uh, school of economics out there around behavioral economics. Mm -hmm. oh, oh, okay. I thought you said evil economics. I know. Well, like, there's that too. Well, I'm sure there is, but I mean, it's like <laughs> just you were you were talking about a whole seen school any good of superhero movie. It's like the weird, uh, the One weird Sith million. version of the uh, the economists. You sort of <laughs> say Sith. Yeah, like they're they're being trained in evil economy. Economics. Well, there was the Bankers Guild in, uh, in episode Nomics. one of. Um, Star, remember Star Wars episode? Phantom oh Mass? right, like the, the, the bankers the totally like killed, yeah. horribly anti-Semitic uh, bankers. Oh man, the, yeah. terrible. I mean, it's. I think we'll do everyone a trade federation and a, a massive service if we don't get off on the prequels because I have many, many, many choice things to say about them. No, well, we probably are too much in agreement to talk about. Yeah, like how, to be how boring. How boring it'll is that? Be, it'll just be two guys. They like, suck, right? Oh God, yes. <laughs> Well, there's a show. 
Please. <laughs> Two thumbs down. That's it. Please don't spend 45 minutes talking about it. Something that everyone agrees with. <laughs> nice Wait, that water was there. Wasn't that water extra wet today? It really was. It's <laughs> clear. There is so much oxygen. But there was twice as much hydrogen. God. Speaking of which, except of my <laughs> H2O. So, since we've awkwardly sub segued into the subject, and we all are are comfortable with the fact, comfor comfortable um, with the fact that the prequels are they stink on ice, as uh, Mel Brooks would say. Um, how do we feel about the post prequel movies? Okay, so, so seven, eight, nine and the extras. So my dirty little secret is that um, there are uh, there are elements of the prequel. I, I, it's, it's hard to find much redeeming value. They're not all bad. I will give you that. I, I and like the, the and here's Wars. the problem is that Darth Maul, easily the most interesting aspect of episode one, it completely, now I know he comes back in Clone mm -hmm. Wars or, or mm -hmm. whatever, which is great because he Spoiler should. alert. But... Yeah, okay. Um, but um, <laughs> I think everybody is aware of this by now, especially if they saw the end of uh, of uh, Solo. Solo, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. Maybe that doesn't necessarily spoil it because no, no you just spoiled the, the Solo. Prequels, the fine. prequels did did uh, happen before Solo. So anyway, point being, easily the, the most interesting part of the, of Episode One, and they completely wipe him out for no reason whatsoever. If he should have been the main villain throughout the whole prequels. You know, he should have been the apprentice the whole time. We didn't need Christopher Lee as much as I love Christopher Lee. I didn't buy that the that, that old dude was, you know, throwing down against Anakin. But, you know, whatever. Darth Maul was the guy. He should have been the guy. And Ray Park is awesome. Yeah. I love when, and when he wrote Ghostbusters. Yeah, that, that was his son, Ray Park Jr. <laughs> I um, I don't, <laughs> I uh, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. I think he's a cool character, but I feel like I didn't like we didn't really know. He's actually kind of annoying in Clone Wars. Yeah, I haven't really watched Clone. Wars. I have to admit that, really? that the uh, that the animated shows I have not watched. No, well, that's a problem. Clone Wars or Rebels. Yeah, and I, I want to. I, it's I have a cheat not a, sheet somewhere that I could. It's not a thing where it's like a doctrine thing. It's like, no, I will not do that. But and you say it in that voice. Um, well, but um, I just haven't sat down to watch them. Yeah. I like the art style of it. I think that's neat looking. Mm -hmm. They're good. I, I like mean, there's that. a lot of just like a lot of fighting, which, you know, well, yeah. like it gets tires. It just gets tiresome after a while. You're like, come on. Yeah. Like, and there's a lot of just like whippy spinny stuff. And you're like, okay. Yeah. But the story, when they're actually engaged in dialogue and, and character mm -hmm. development and, and, plot and kind of moving the plot forward, it's actually really interesting. Yeah, I need to take the time and just sit down and watch them. Especially the clones, like the stories around the clones. and mm -hmm. Yeah, it's good. Cool. Well, it's, it's the, good. the wars are, are apparently about the clones. So. Right. Well, there you go. Hence the name. But uh, the, 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 um, <laughs> all of the Sith stuff I always found to be really fascinating. Um, because I mean, you, you get, <laughs> I mean, not to get all like 
weirdly woke on this or anything, but it's like you, you hear all about how awesome the Jedi are, but you don't hear much of the Sith side. And I kind of enjoyed hearing the Sith side. It's like I, I really enjoy that scene in Dark Knight where the Joker and, and Batman are talking to one another. And the Joker basically lays out his philosophy. And it's almost like, you know what? I get where he's coming from. <laughs> you know? I, I, yeah, I mean, it's it's crazy. And it's, you know, insane. And absolutely, Batman should be fighting against this guy. But it's not like he's not making a little bit of sense here. <laughs> and so the Sith are kind of like that, too. It's like, I kind of get where they're coming from. And, and hearing more about them, you know, was, was I, wanted to, I wanted to learn more about the Sith. They're kind of neat. Interesting. Yeah. No, you're well, you know they've got this. Yeah. Well, you know. No, I think you're right in some ways. I, 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 um. So one of the things, one of the thought experiments I like to run is, like, is that question of who was the real, like, if we, like that, who the bad guy is is very relative, right? Like, so, yeah. Yeah. So, so, um, like the rebels in Star Wars parlance are the are the good guys. Mm-hmm. But if you are the Empire, the rebels are the bad guys. Yeah, yeah. And and like when you think about, um, but when you think about like in, in society, like uh, and I don't want to get into like really like controversial stuff, right? But but um, oftentimes, like people who we consider to be rebels, that's not usually a positive connotation. Right. It's all down to what they're rebelling against and why. Yeah, and who's going to lose out? Like, what, who, like, who? Yeah, if has they interests? win, what does the world look like? Correct. Right, and right. I think we all can imagine different, you know, futures with different sets of rebels and stuff, where we would be like thinking more like the Empire, like, hmm, mm-hmm. like, hey, maybe we don't let him blow our Death Star up. Right, <laughs> we like, protect our Death Star, mm, from that yeah, guy. you know, because also like, like, think about it, like how how many people die, how many people exploded when the Death Star blew up. Well, I mean, we're getting into some Kevin Smith's area and, here, and like, and <laughs> but, but I totally thing. kind of agree with his his thing that you know what the first Death Star it's it's fully operational. Everybody on there is an Imperial. Uh, that's fine, blow it up. But the second one, it's still being built. So there's contractors. It there's was plumbers. operational, though. It was operational. <laughs> yeah, but they're still somehow, building it. You know, somehow there's a carpenter in there that didn't have anything to do with any of this, <laughs> and he got wiped out. <laughs> Why does it need to be so big if it's operational and it's half built? <laughs> Clerks by Kevin Smith. Watch it. But um, they have this whole discussion. Oh, well, now I don't want us to seem like we're being derivative because no, because we're we are being accidentally derivative apparently. Yeah, yeah. Uh, accidentally derivative. That's a fantastic album. I think it was uh, Talking Heads. <laughs> so even that, <laughs> even that, that's great. No, I'm kidding. It's okay. not. <laughs> That's that's a shtick I do. So the the, the point is like from the, from the like a from a I mean when you said that the whole Sith thing was interesting I think that makes a lot of sense. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I do wish so so when it comes to like the most recent trilogy yeah um, I was hoping I think I feel like what we missed was uh, we like we missed another trilogy in there that should have happened before the more recent one which you know we won't even talk about. Um, oh. because like you, like what the heck happened? Like between six and seven? Yeah. Like, like, how did the first order show up and all that? Like the last one we, when we, right. it's almost like all Seems that like there was matter. something they were wanting like to all do. All of it didn't matter. Right. Yeah. Like, right. Um, and somehow we've screwed it up. 
Like, yeah, you yeah. won. And like, you got to have the second, the second. Well, it's uh, like the New going. Republic didn't even exist. That's what I'm saying. Like something happened. It's like right? and, like they oh, didn't even worry, know the first gonna, order was there. No need to explain that. We're just basically going to have yeah. them rebelling again because that's what yeah. they're good at. Right. Yeah, maybe, I mean, because maybe that's, that's what it is. Maybe they like maybe what happened was they out they actually did like they that was the plan all along. Because once 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 like the the rebellion was over, and they had the new republic, like they went off to try to live off the land or something, and they like didn't like the life. They're like, I can't do this. Right. I'm a warrior. I'm a rebel. Right. And then then they caused the next thing to happen. Maybe it's their Ooh. fault. No, that's an interesting idea. So I would love yeah, like to General see this, Maydean or somebody is actually. I would love the to see order. the story told from that pers- like from the perspective of like the people who felt it necessary to destroy the New Republic. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm. Yeah, saying. like, how, like what do you see that as as bad? So we know that the Sith would have taken advantage of that. Like they see an end, sure. like oh a wedge. They're like okay, like this is how I get in, right? Um, mm-hmm. But what else was going on that made, uh, I don't know. Like I, 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 that's where my head went. There's something there, something there that that you want to explore a little more. Yeah. yeah. I I tell you, you're talking about how like rebels, you know, some rebels, if you're rebelling, you're not necessarily a good guy just by default. I think they explored that a little bit with Rogue One because honestly, the oh, what's his name, Cassian Indo. I told you I was terrible with names. Cass- Cassian. Bad. I have to look it up. Cassian in- endoscopic. Endoscopic. <laughs> I don't know. It's Indo something. I think Cassian. But anyway, the guy, the main guy, the the main good guy. Cassian, I mean, he like Cassiano Castillo. That's not right. <laughs> no, he's a basketball player. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I just want to see if you. <laughs> Good old Cassiano Castillo. That's that's very much a Star Wars name. There's not a flip in there or something. Plong blue car. He, he had big green ears. He was related to Greedo. <laughs> but uh, my boys, it's 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 got to be Indo. It's Cassian Indo, I think. And that should tell you a little Cassian bit about the movie. Andor. Andor, Andor, Played thank you, Andor, Luna. which is a planet in Star Trek, actually, Andor, oh. um, where the Andorians, uh, as you might expect, come from. Um, <clears throat> but they show him, and he's kind of a brutal dude, you know, like he murders this one dude just so he won't talk. And the guy did not want to be murdered. The guy was not like, you better kill me because I'm afraid they're going to talk. They're like, he was like, no, no, don't kill me. And he blasts him right in the face. That's, that's not a good guy there. So I'm kind of putting a little bit of a black eye on the rebellion there, I think. But, but I mean, you know, realistically so, I suppose, but still yikes. (laughs) Right. Well, I mean, yes. I mean, and I think that rogue one did a nice job of exploring like the, um, that 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 narrative that there's different that there's different people in play here with mm-hmm. their own reasons for being against this thing right i don't think they called right. it the empire at the time right it was like i guess it was oh was it imperial by then yeah he was the emperor because he okay. was the emperor at the end of uh episode three right i yeah. know but they, did they call it the empire like in rogue one did they refer to it as the empire I'd have to go back and watch it now. I don't think they, because they don't in solo, right? I think, 
Wow. I don't know. That's a good, a good point. I think they do, but I, I have nothing to back that up. I don't know them as well as I know the other movies. Because you know, his, I, so here's a quote from your friend Cassian Andor. He said, suddenly the rebellion is real for you. Some of us live it. I've been in this fight since I was six years old. You're not the only one who lost everything. Some of us just decided to do something about it. Okay, so the guy has to be, considering how high up he is in the in the uh, rebellion, he's got to be 25, 26 years old, right? At least. Well, I can tell you. I can tell you. If he's been in the fight since he was six, that predates the fall of the republic, doesn't it? He was born. This is such a nerdy podcast. Yeah, suddenly. yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> Apologies to everyone, but he was born uh, 26 BBY, which is uh, before the before battle the battle of Yavin. Yeah. And Yavin, of course, is the Episode battle four. That we, where the Death Stars exploded. Um, right. But it in the in Episode Four, they mentioned that the that the Death Star had just recently become fully operational. And mm-hmm. we see at the end of Rogue One that oh my god, the very ill advised <laughs> CGI character of Grand Moff Tarkin. See, I thought it was. I thought it was. Like, I thought it was well done. I'm sorry, it was awful. It was terrible. I don't think that he had to play such a prominent role. That's what made it bad, like, right? Because they they, just, they like sort of got cocky with it. They even got like close up, right? Like, right. And it's and he's a cartoon. I mean, I'm sorry. He's he's obviously not human. When you have in your look better grasp, than Jar Jar. Well, good. God Almighty, we can talk about the vast list of things that look better than Jar Jar. But um, you had this 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 immense treasure in the actor Car- Charles Dance, who played Tywin Lannister in, in Game of Thrones. Yeah, a, pr- a practically spitten image mm-hmm. of Peter mm-hmm. Cushing, and could have played that role convincingly as Grand Moff Tarkin, and done an amazing job with it. And they went with this crap instead. Expensive? Actually, actually, this was probably a Star Wars movie. It was probably more expensive to do the CGI then. Probably so. It was, I mean, you know, all they have to do is pay for what, you know, 35 seconds of the visual effects budget is, and they got this guy. (laughs) He would have been so good. And I mean, maybe that's the professional actor in me going, you used a computer simulation of a dude instead of an actual <laughs> actor <laughs> bite me but um that that would have been really good and, and and you recast i mean they recast mon mothma why not recast him that's true good point but that was years later well <laughs> i mean was I, she not I in she's like in rogue that. one mon mothma isn't she yeah i think so yeah she is but not yeah, yeah, she is. You're right. Yeah. There's a lot of Mons. That's a little weird. Mon Mothma, Mon maybe they, maybe Maybe they couldn't get the rights to her likeness or something. Maybe. Uh, I doubt that. Be. I don't know what the actress's name is that played her in Jedi, but surely she's not that big of a stickler of. <laughs> oh, no. She had a better agent. Like. <laughs> than the dead Peter Cushing. He negotiated a much tighter contract. Peter Cushing was well, you know, Van Helsing George, for the love of George God. George Lucas was all about that. Like, like, like. Um, oh yeah. Like I just look up. I, like I, 
I just want the licensing rights or something like you know. I just want your oh the mer merchandising rights. Yeah, because yeah, and he got the li the rights to their likenesses, and that's how it's Kenner sold. was able to do all those toys and oh, stuff. Man, and, yeah, it was brilliant. That's a Bill Gates licensing DOS moment right there. Yeah, just the sudden brilliance of that, and it created a massive <laughs> empire. That. Can you imagine how, if you were Alec Guinness, can you imagine how you must have felt? Like, well, to have done the, the body of work know, that he had I mean, done and, and, and to be known for the, for Star Wars. Well, no, I mean, just to show up. I know up he on, wasn't happy like, about show that. Up. No, I, I know. And, and, <laughs> and it's kind of, and I get it, but like at the same time, like he, he did reckon the only reason he did it is for money. I mean, he's, Absolutely. he's done that in interviews. Um, it was just a lot of money. It really yeah. him a lot of money. So, and he had like, and it was a cakewalk compared to the stuff he <laughs> typically had to do. <laughs> so, um, dude, but can you imagine like when you're on set and you're like surrounded by these guys and you're thinking, the hell am I doing? <laughs> I think we've all had those moments where we've either walked into a job or something and we were like, what? What did I do? Like, I have why? made a grave error. What did I do? <laughs> do here just trying to get trying to get to the end of the call sheet that's all i could have been a contender <laughs> well that's the thing is guinness was he, he was he was the bomb you know and then you know it, 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 i imagine it would be kind of kind of uh daunting for him to think about that being more or less his swan song well, that and Empire, and no, he was in Jedi, so he made it all through all three of them. So he kept I coming mean, back. So there's that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I kind of felt this way when um, I said the D twenty three convention in mm -hmm. two thousand fifteen, and Ed Asner was there. Signing oh yeah, autographs. And um, for up. Like, I assume. Why? Like what? Like what? Yeah. Because he wasn't like it wasn't like he was doing one of those. Um, it wasn't like he. I'm just making sure that was the right year. It wasn't like he was doing one of those. Uh, like meet and greet things, like Disney sponsored. Oh, like we bring him out on stage and do you know do this thing, and then afterwards people line up to get his autograph or whatever. No, he was at like one of those little booths. Right. Yeah. He was just kind of signing. And. Um, I'm sure somebody from that booth paid him to be there to sign merch, right? Yeah. Um, and I'm like, 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 you're at that. What are you doing here? Like, what are you yeah. Doing? Right. I imagine like that's like how Alec Guinness would like. I'm sure, and it's, I'm sure Ed like it occurred to him too. Like, what am I doing here, Mr. Asner? Um, if I have to talk to another guy dressed up as the dude from Up. I'm going to bomb it. <laughs> I have to do that voice one more. Oh wait, it's just my voice. <laughs> but yeah i mean for a long time i went to dragon con every year right that's a giant science fiction convention in in uh, atlanta and uh it's huge and it's amazing the, the people that you'll see there and you'll see like the most obscure people ever like i've met mike tv from <laughs> from willy wonka and the chocolate factory the really good one not the crap the one. original um yes yes the gene wilder and um did he have but the cowboy hat on? He did not. No. As a matter of fact, he is stone bald. Um, but he should have the cowboy hat. But he was also like four and a half feet tall. Um, but a nice guy. Very nice guy. I don't want to say anything bad about him. He was nice. And Veruca Salt was there too. She also was oh. nice. She was nothing like oh. her character. 
Which what were they doing hope. at the drag? What were Willy Wonka people doing at the cashing drag? in on the fact that they were in Willy Wonka? In so the they, you think factory. they go to like all like lots? Of I think they probably run the con circuit. Yeah, and that's the thing is you see these guys over and over again because they do a tour basically, oh, dude, and it's especially movie. like the like I saw. Um, oh, well, there's Con Man. Have you ever watched Con Man? You need no. to watch Con Man. It's it. Alan Tudyk um, wrote it and stars oh. in it, and it's about. Uh, you know, basically, it's about himself because he's playing a guy from a canceled science fiction show that everybody loved, but he's trying to become a legit actor and he just keeps getting dragged back into all of the science fiction stuff and it's frustrating the heck out of him and it's hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. One of the so funniest I was gonna say, things like, there's, I've there's, seen. There's, like, it, it seems to me that there's a great movie plot for, um, like, but it's, it's not just about one person, it's about like the whole group of people. Who just like that's their subsistence is going. So they're all you know might get some rivalries going and yeah, but it's it's almost like I'm imagining like a best in show kind of dynamic. Oh yeah, you know yeah that would work. Like a cast of characters, they're all going they're going to like these things and you know there's all these weird love triangles happening behind the scenes and redemption stories. You certainly have clash of fandoms like sort of like the Trek guys versus the Star Wars guys and. But but it's two different, you know, it's like, it's not Trek and, and Star Wars. It's, it's you know, two made up things or whatever, but they're fighting each other all the time. Or it's yes. kind of an aggro thing. That would if, be fun. Well, if Disney makes it, they can totally, it could have like Marvel and they could have Star Wars and they could have. But that's the thing is that there were also like people that, you know, I wouldn't call them like A-listers, you know, like Tom Cruise didn't show up. But, you know, they're, you know, like uh, Billy D. Williams was there and I met him and he was, you know, I mean, that's Slow. a, that's a pretty, he, he was, Slow to rise. he was, it was, Sorry, and this was like a long time ago. I cannot ago. believe I just made fun of Billy D. Williams out there. I'm gonna... <laughs> no, but he's, he's cool, man. He was, no, he, he is even, cool. It's just, it's even just, it was in sad to see him. He was pretty cool. Yeah. It was, it was. It was sad when they did the opening of Galaxy's Edge in yeah. California. And yeah, yeah, you just like, it. Oh, why did they yeah. do that? Why? I know that it was yeah. nice to include him, but at the same time, we all got to see like how not the character he like the like the version yeah. that we see in um, in uh, Rise of Skywalker is definitely not the guy. It's not, not the dude we saw. <laughs> There were many, many takes that got us the the Well, they didn't move. He didn't move. If you notice, like in the in the movie, they're all like he's he's at a standing position Mm -hmm. at all times. Yeah, or sitting or something. Yeah, but I mean, you know, people age. It's it's. (laughs) But this was uh, this was in this was like pre two thousand, and he was already kind of like that. Mm. So you know, it is what it is. But uh, but you know it was still a pretty big name and and like Stan Lee was there one year and, and like wow. big guys would would go to these things and uh, like the whole Firefly cast um, was there at one point oh, and I wow. guess maybe that's a bigger deal to me than it is to the world at large but I mean that's Nathan Fillion's a huge guy now mm-hmm. I guess maybe he wasn't then but but it, you know that kind of stuff you know you see these dudes and and some of them you're like that you're like what the heck are you doing here but they're you know the stuff that they're selling or or whatever you know that stuff is apparently going to to charities and things like that so that's that's pretty cool um but then you got some of these guys that were like i was you know crewman five on this one episode of star trek the next generation and this is all i have (laughs) and you do kind of feel for those dudes and you're like okay i'll buy a thing (laughs) but (laughs) No, you don't have to sign it. (laughs) 
But, uh, but yeah. So there's that. How did we get there? Your Sith love. That's right. Yeah, my love for the Sith. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Sith happens. That's, uh, it's a sad little journey you just took us on. 